the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear, but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible, pen, and paper handy, and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. And Father, we thank you for this New Year's morning. And we do have much to rejoice about the mere fact that you brought us and transitioned us into a year we've never witnessed before. Father, we've seen a lot last year. Seen so many go home to be with Jesus. We've had ups and downs health issues and all kinds of things. But through it all, we've learned to depend on Jesus and we learn to trust in God. Thank you for this gift of a brand new year. Who are we to be in it? It's by your sheer grace that we're here. Help us to rejoice, to be glad, to be thankful. And may we do more for you this year than we have done in any year previously. Help me now to preach this message in the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, Amen. Have your Bibles turn to two scriptures that we will be addressing and we'll be referencing other related scriptures. The first scripture is found in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. And the second scripture will be 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16b. First scripture. It's Philippians 2, 5. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The second passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16b says, But we have the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. I want to begin a series in the coming weeks, starting today, a series on the priority of believers possessing the mind of Christ. The priority of believers possessing the mind of Christ. It is absolutely amazing how believers in the Lord's church were saved by the same Jesus. We read out of the same Bible. We hear the same sermon. We have the same Heavenly Father. We are indwelt by the same Holy Spirit. And we're even going to the same heavenly home if we know the Lord Jesus. And yet so many believers in the Lord's church think so differently and process the issues of life so differently. Beloved, what kind of mind do you have? Do you have a worldly mind, a carnal mind? Is it a pornographic mind, a confused mind? Do you have a rebellious mind, or do you have a stubborn mind? Do you have a negative mind? What about a weak mind, a social mind? What about a worried mind? Do you have a lazy mind? What about a jealous mind? Do you have a greedy mind? Or what about an ungrateful mind? Or what about an angry mind? You are just an angry person. Or perhaps do you have a creative mind? Do you have an intellectual mind? What about a spiritually mature mind or a Christ-centered mind? Many believers are all over the place when it comes to their mindset. Beloved, all of these mindset given, of all of them, the greatest mind we can have is the mind of Christ. The scripture says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You want the mind of Christ. And then 1 Corinthians 2, 16b says, but we have the mind of Christ. Or do you? I ask again, what kind of mind do you have? And what is the spiritual condition of your mind? If you do not possess the mind of Christ, you are destined to struggle with the issues of life. If you don't have the mind of Christ, you will live in uncertainty. You will be restless. You will live at a level of mediocrity. You will lack spiritual fulfillment. And you will not reach your potential for Christ if you do not have the mind of Christ. Having the mind of Christ is so essential when it comes to being about the Father's business. 
Beloved, it is God's will that you cultivate the mind of Christ for it is the surest way to please and glorify God in this life. How can you please God? How can you glorify God? How can you honor God? How can you be about the Father's business if you do not have the mind of Christ? The Lord directed me to preach this series on the mind of Christ because so many People, including believers, are struggling with their mental state. As a matter of fact, some are even on the brink of losing their mind. There's an old saying from the United Negro College Fund that says, and I quote, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, unquote. Remember that? Many minds today are wasting away because of drugs, others because of alcohol. Other minds are wasting away because of idleness and because of a lack of motivation. And other minds are wasting away because of being in a habitual rut. Beloved, your mind is fearfully and wonderfully made with tremendous potential. That mind is unique. There's nothing like the human mind. No animal, not a gorilla, not a monkey, not a giraffe, an elephant. No one, no animal on earth have what you have when it comes to that human mind. It is fearfully and wonderfully, creatively made. And we actually, we don't even touch the surface of all that that mind can do. The purpose of this message is to stimulate your mind. The purpose of this message is to stir up your mind. The purpose of this message is to minister to your mind so that you can do extraordinary things, so that God can do extraordinary things through you in this brand new year. How many of you want to see God do something extraordinarily unique through you this year. Well, it's going to all start with how you think. <laughs> I'm going to, I want to deal with, I want to deal with, I've never preached a series like this before. So I'm going to just take my time. It goes back to your thinking. And I want to challenge your thinking so you could live better so that you can live life at the maximum of your potential to the glory of Almighty God. We give a couple of scriptures on the mind of Christ. Oh, so what is the mind of Christ? What is the mind of Christ? To have the mind of Christ is to think like Christ. You want the mind of Christ? You got to think like Christ. Not like the world, not like your friends, <laughs> not like the media, you got to think like Christ. To have the mind of Christ is to govern our lives by the words of Christ and the Holy Spirit. It is to govern our minds by the words of Christ and the Holy Spirit. The mind of Christ, what is it? It is a mind that is surrendered to Christ. You can't be resisting Christ and repelling Christ and then expect to have the mind of Christ. You can't be 
uh, rebelling against Christ or having it your way and then expect God to use your mind. What is the mind of Christ? It is to be guided by the Lord's thoughts. It, it, it is to be guided by the Lord's divine purposes. What is the mind of Christ? It is a mind saturated with the word of God. There's a mind saturated with the word of God. What is the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ emanates from one who is obedient to the will and word of God. The mind of Christ emanates from one uh, who is obedient to the will and word of God. It is my prayer that you get everybody you know, this, particularly those who are uh, unbelievers and unchurched and just in a hot mess. You do them a great service if you can get them here during this series, because not only do you need it, so many that you know need this message as well. Well, let's transition. Listen, how do believers minister to their minds? Now, if, 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 if you're going to develop your mind, you've got to minister to it. How do, you, how do you serve your mind? How do you minister? You need to minister to your mind. Uh, how do you do that? Number one, believers must confess their sins. You can't really minister to your mind until you deal with the sin factor in your life. First John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, uh, confess means to agree with God about your sins, to say the same thing that God says about your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You cannot have the mind of Christ living in sin. Confession of sin is good for the mind. Confession of sin is good for the body. Confession of sin is good for the soul. When the sinful residue has been purged from our lives, we will be spiritually healthy. You cannot be spiritually healthy until you have been purged of sin. Only then can you be focused and anchored in God's word, which results in maximizing our potential for Christ. If you desire physical and spiritual healing in your mind, there are people who have all kinds, there are schizophrenics out there. There are people who are hearing voices in their mind. There are minds that are, that are all over the place, all kinds of physicalities, uh, mental issues going on in the mind. But it needs to start with confession of sin. Because if you don't confess your sin, Satan is going to wreak havoc in your mind. Mind. Number two, spending time in the presence of God is so important for a healthy, well-balanced spiritual mind. Spending time in the presence of God is so important for a healthy, well-balanced spiritual mind. Psalm 1611a says, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. Do you realize if you don't spend time in God's presence, you will not have joy. You'll be restless, irritable. It is critical. 
It is therapeutic spiritually to spend time in the presence of God. Beloved, your mind will become distracted. Your mind will become distracted, too busy, insensitive, impatient, worried, and restless when you fail to spend quality time in the presence of the Lord. As we start this new year, I pose a question to all of you today. Where is your time in the presence of Almighty God? I really believe we all struggle with spending time in God's presence because we're always in a rush. We're always in a rush. We come to church in a rush. Hurry up to get here. Then when you sit down 50 minutes later, you want to hurry up and leave. No wonder your mind is messed up. You, don't, you can't sit still in God's house. You live in the go mode. You just got to go. You got the jitterbugs. You go and you go and you go and you go and you go. And you keep your personal schedules so crammed to capacity that you can't even think. Some of you think to be busy is to be spiritual. And just because you're busy does not necessarily mean you are spiritual. Matter of fact, busyness can get in the way of your spirituality. Uh, One of our New Year's commitments should be to pray, slow me down, Lord. God shouldn't have to put you on your sick bed to slow you down. God shouldn't have to do something catastrophic to you to slow you down. You ought to have enough spiritual sense by now to know that unless you slow down, if you don't take a break, you will break. Psalms 4610a says, be still. What, what you, that, that's a message right there. Be still. When you gonna be still? Some of you need to you need to practice being still. Resist all the impulses to move when you try to be still and know that I'm God. You can't know God the way you want to know him unless you still yourself in his presence. Sadly, many have allowed this world system to cause them to become too hyperactive. We are in a hyperactive, hyperactive society. And now many people need medication just to slow themselves down. Just you can get medicine to get up, the medicine to go to sleep. Parents, some of you drive your children to be so busy that they get bored when you attempt to slow them down when you try to have teachable moments with them. Parents, are we doing a a, a disservice to our children when we put them in a timeout chair rather than having intentional moments where you teach your children how to value being still? without any form of entertainment, and it's not a punishment. Little Johnny, I want you to sit in this chair, and I just want you to think and reflect and think about what you did yesterday, what, what you did this for today, what you're going to plan to do tomorrow, um, how can God use you better, and give them some things to just think about. Just sit here. You're not, you're not under punishment. You're not on the punishment. I, I just want to teach you how to be still and learn to think without all of the attachments. 
if the truth be told, we all need time out and we all need to be in a time out chair just to be still and spend quality time in the presence of God and allow him to speak to us. Also, as you become intentional about drawing near the Savior this year, the Lord will rest you because there's an inner longing in your heart for God to rest you. I love that passage in Exodus 33:14 which says, and he said, my presence will go with you. And look at this. I love this part, and I will give you rest. Oh, you can you can go to a massage parlor and get a good massage and get up and be just as anxious and crazy as you can be. Oh, you had a good one and you spent $200, but you restless. There's no rest like God's divine rest. God's rest is a spiritual refreshing rest. A a prayer you can pray is, God, will you please rest me more this year? And you know, anytime you try to rest yourself, then you got to refuse to allow people not to disturb your rest because you have some rest disturbers. They're not resting and they're not going to let you rest. (laughs) Number three, believers guard their minds when they refuse to saturate it with bad news. You cannot minister to your mind while saturating your minds with bad news. Uh, Psalms 112 verses 6 and 7 says, For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. Some of y'all good friends, you hear bad news. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, what is the world coming to? Did you hear that? You call 15 people. Did you hear that on television? Did you see that on television? Wasn't that horrible? Why are you calling 15 folk to tell them bad news? He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. Some people, as well as believers, are obsessed with bad news. Even though they know it's not good for them, they still go to it. They keep rehearing the same bad news over and over, which is so draining on their mind, which is so draining on their soul and spirit. It ultimately drags them down into depression and literally wipes them out emotionally. For heaven's sake, get in the good news of your Bible and begin to live again. A spiritually mature believer is so focused and enveloped by the good news of the gospel that the bad news does not overtake their mind because they are spiritually insulated. The good news spiritually insulate you. The good news spiritually fortifies you by the scriptures, which helps your heart to remain firm, trusting in the Lord. Ministering to your mind. Number four, many believers do not possess the mind of Christ because of having too many competing voices speaking into their lives. Many believers do not possess the mind of Christ because of having too many 
competing voices speaking into their lives. Psalms 8113a says, oh, that my people would listen to me. I like that. Did you hear that? Uh, the psalmist says, oh, <laughs> that my people, not, not, not the world, not the world, not secular people. Oh, that my people would listen to me. This is, if you listen to God more, he reduces your blood pressure. Huh? He, he removes the, the restlessness. He calms your fears and gives you a quiet peace. Isaiah 51.4 also says, I like this, listen to me. He said, hey, look at, this is, this is how you have a better year. Listen to me. Wow. I was looking at these verses, and I, I just said, I can just stop right there. You, you, you told your child, boy, will you please listen to me? When you going to listen to me? My people, and give ear to me, O my nation, for the law will proceed from me, and I will make my justice rest as a light of the people's. There is an old gospel song that says, Be not dismayed, whatever betides, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, through every day or all the way, God will take care of you. Therefore, we have no need to fear, even through trials, tribulations, and the troubles of this world. We must exercise the priority of possessing the mind of Christ. Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 4th through 8th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.